Time for a pregame chat with the coach. I hate losing more than I like winning, if that makes any sense. I, I can't stand to lose. So uh, I think we're trying to get a little bit of that mindset into our kids because you play differently when you look at it that way. Welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is brought to you by Affordable Tires and Repair, Herod Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and Trailers Tax Service. The Woodland Bobcats fell to 1-2 and two overall, 0-1 and in 1A Region 5 play on the road last week to Raglan 15-6. This week, the Bobcats will look to put that behind them and get ready to take on the Donahoe Falcons on the road in Golden Springs. Coach, as always, a pleasure talking with you. Looking forward to talking some more football with you. How are you doing this week? Doing great. And as we mentioned, uh, 15-6 to loss at Ragland. Uh, just your overall thoughts on the effort of the team last week because there were times where it looked like they were doing everything they could. The first drive, we uh, had several opportunities on three or four plays to score. Uh, like the night ended up being, uh, we come up short several times. We were 11 possessions, uh, eight of them on their side of the 50. Um, frustrating as a coach because we had a great week of practice. They did a good job. We get there and execution wasn't what it was should have been. They played a good game. They had a good football team. But we definitely had our opportunities. We should have, we should have controlled the game and come out on top. And, you know, looking at a game like that where the defense was doing everything they could, they were fighting hard, they were making some big plays, the offense working just as hard, but just things just were not clicking, as you mentioned. Uh, and it was a hot, muggy night, too, in Raglan, Alabama, too. So what's your message as a head coach to the team, knowing that they gave everything they could on that football field and just came up short? Well, I was real proud of the fact that we didn't have any cramping or any of that. We'd been conditioning hard. We'd been working on some things there to make sure that we – hydrated and did all the things necessary so that wouldn't be an issue because it has been in the first couple games in most seasons just because everybody's getting acclimated it's different when you play full speed in the game but the biggest thing I felt like was and this is this is just typical football <clears throat> you have 11 people on the team and on any given play nine of them do it right and two of them don't uh, or they get beat or they don't execute fully uh, or like we had a couple penalties so we're starting at first and 15 instead of first and 10. Our offense is geared towards four yards in a cloud of dust. That's what we do. And, uh, you know, when you start out five yards back from when you get started, you're already at a deficit, deficit. So, you know, those are the kind of things that were frustrating because we had done so well in practice. Uh, the execution was excellent in practice all week. And they did a couple of different things up front. And we're such a young team, football knowledge-wise, that we didn't adjust real well. We made some really good – Game time adjustments with the staff, coming up with some signals to do some things to help them out a little bit because we saw some things we hadn't seen yet. And uh, we adjusted pretty good to it, but still when, you know, one play it's these nine doing it and the, these two over here not, and the next play it's a different nine and a different two, and, and you just can't have that. It takes all 11 in football. It's a very important uh, thing about football. It, it's, it's uh, you know, you can be – and I'm not against baseball, I love baseball, but – Sometimes it's just between the guy on the mound and the guy behind the plate. Yeah. In football, it's 11 every play. Yeah, that's exactly right. And another you know, thing that football can teach you, and really you can apply this uh, to life as well, it's all about how you respond. Uh, you know, I know the boys were disappointed. I know that they played very hard and they just came up just short, but it's all about how you respond. So how have the players responded this week at practice? Have they put the loss behind them? 
Uh, how are they getting rid of that game and getting focused on Donahoe? Well, we've had a really good week of practice, and particularly the talk after the game, hearing the kids them voicing things, saying things that they felt they should voice, and it was just a great time to share and, and really lay it all out there. Uh, a lot of the players were frustrated in their, their play. Uh, a lot of them were frustrated in, in our efforts as a team because they know that we're better than what we played. Uh, and that's, that's frustrating, particularly uh, when you know how hard you work at practice and, and things don't turn out like you want. It hurts. So those kinds of conversations we had and we watched film and practice during the week and had a lot of conversations as a team. We always in practice where everybody can have something to say if they want to. And, and there have been great things said, you know, smart things said. They all realize that we have to play as a team. It can't be, uh, you know, these folks over here and those folks over there not being together. That really hasn't been a problem for us. Everybody's been working really hard together. But I think it's just that little extra, and one of them said it best, said, Coach, we just don't know how to finish. And it's kind of true. It kind of happened to us last year a couple of times. We, you know, we got up on Fayetteville, and all of a sudden we let them get back in the game. We didn't know how to finish them off. And so we played well enough the other night to win. We just didn't do it at the right times. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the Raglan game and a few things that stood out against uh, the Purple Devils. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-610. 3557 Heron Monument and Memorial from our family to yours. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is brought to you by Affordable Tires and Repair and Heron Monument and Memorial, two great woodland businesses that are located in downtown Woodland. And they're worthy of your support because they support the Bobcats and they support Woodland football on iSchool Sports. So, talking about uh, the defense again, third straight game where they have played lights out. Uh, they played very hard. They really limited the quarterback who, you know, you and I were talking about last week where he can, you know, scatter out of that pocket if he needs to. And I felt like he didn't do a whole lot of that in the game on Friday night. So just what makes this defense so special and who were several of the players or maybe some aspects of the defense that really stood out to you in that game? Well, our kids have done a really good job of, of adapting and adjusting to what we're doing. It's, it's not a fancy defense. It's just, you know – it's been around for a long time, but it's just the execution of it. And we have some good guys that back it up, and we've got some good guys that play deep, and we've got some good guys up front, and all those parts help. We've got some good tackles. Uh, my uncle used to coach with me, and he said, if you've got two good tackles, you can build a defense around it. And we've got four good tackles. we got to rotate some guys in there, and they do a great job. Uh, nose guard, you know, we got uh, Blue Heron and Austin Chapman and uh, Nathaniel Smitherman and uh, – uh, Kalen Houston, um, Eli Rollins plays up there some too. I mean, we've got a bunch of guys that can roll in and out of there and give us and give us a good job up front. 
our skill guys, Luca and uh, Butler's on the other end uh, for the ends, and then we got um, Guy and Parker and and uh, Mick playing in the linebackers, and then the secondary back there we've got you know two new guys that have showed up there, Casey and Debo, as far as the corners, and of course Brock plays safety, Kelly plays safety, Tate's back out there, he can play any of the DB positions back there, he does a great job, so we've got a good nucleus of guys, it's the second year of doing it, so it's really sunk in there. And all the years I've been coaching, and I've coached half my career was on the offensive side, half my career was on the defensive side. The offense always takes longer to gel than the defense. It's just a, I could take 11 kids I've never met before and coach them in defense and have it ready in two days. It might not be perfect, but you could perform and execute fairly decent. You cannot do that on offense. It is timing and alignment and assignment. It's a lot of stuff that goes into offense. It's way more technical and complicated, even though ours isn't compared to some offenses, just as a whole offense in and of itself is so much more timing and things. And and we're little things we have to work on. We notice a couple of things watching the film that weren't as noticeable in the game that, that we can do that'll make that extra step. That one person's a little bit too deep. That person gets there too fast to the hole. Little things like that. So it'll it'll be better this week. Yeah, I wanted to bring up the offense as well too. You brought up the stat of having eight possessions on Ragland's side of the fifty and not able to get anything out of it. So what was Ragland's defense giving you that was just giving you that thorn in the side look? They were long? pinching their um, tackles uh, or ends. You know, they, they moved them in different slots, but they were pretty much their ends. Uh, but they would slide down in there and slice down and just come straight down the line of scrimmage. Uh, we haven't really practiced it with that kind of level of intensity. Both of them are big kids. Both of them are fast kids. And uh, they got back there several times and kind of messed things up before we could get started. We got to do a better job of faking uh, to hold those guys. We do some things where we give the ball and we're, we stretch out the other way so that uh, they don't know where the ball is. And we didn't do a very good job of that. We've got to fix that. We've been working on that all week. So there's things that it's like I tell the kids, we're not looking at the same golly. We're not fast enough. We're not big enough. We're not strong enough. We're not smart enough. It's none of that. We're, we've got all the tools and the pieces and the parts we need to be successful. We just can't not do – we can't. We have to execute. We have to follow through and execute. So it's not about the fact that we don't have the ability to do it. It's just that we just have to execute and do it, and that's, that's where we are right now. And one guy that uh, stood out to me on the offensive side of the ball, and that's Parker Woodham. I haven't really gotten a chance to talk about him a lot during the show, but he had a 70-plus yard night in total yards – uh, for the Bobcat offense. And he's a player just like last year. It seems like he gets better every single week that he's out there. So how important is Parker to this offense, and just how good can this offense be if Parker's having a really good night? Well, the way the offense is designed right now, he's kind of the, the ball toter for the most part, Brock also. And the other the people that touch him touch it when we don't think the defense is ready to pick up on it. So we're, maybe we got a counter or maybe we got a reverse or something like that. So – we have a lot of bullets, and we have talent in all the different positions, so uh, that makes us balanced. But uh, Parker's, uh, he gets better just because he gets to watch himself on film, see where he's made mistakes, where he's done well, what I can do against this player. As we watch the film together and as they watch it individually, they'll pick up on some things that they'll bring to the table and say, Coach, here, this, this, and that. You know, we've got a coaching staff, and we watch, let's say there's 100 plays in the game, um, and easily there can be 140 plays in a game with some of these teams that spread it out and go fast. And we watch uh, those – we're watching 11 players on each time as coaches watch it. Well, 
if I'm a player, if I'm Parker and I'm watching just me or watching who's going to tackle me or who's gonna, I'm going to play against every play, then I'm, I'm going to pick up on some things that can be helpful. We're watching the whole thing. It's kind of hard to pick out as much. So I tell them all the time, you guys are just like coaches. You can find some things that will help us win the game just by watching film, seeing what our opponents do. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. Coming up, we're talking all about tonight's opponent, the Donahoe Falcons. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Final segment of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show coming up. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Johnson Ag Service and Trailers Tax Service. Be sure to go out to them for your accounting, bookkeeping needs for Trailers Tax Service. And to make your farm more profitable, Johnson Ag Service is the best place to go. So it's the third road game in a row coming up against the Donahoe Falcons. Uh, They're starting the year winless, but after playing them last year, last game of the year, had a pretty good team, had a really good backfield and uh, watching their film from this year, what are some of the bigger differences between last year's team and this year's team? Um, you know, they had some issues right at the beginning of the year with COVID. I think they had to uh, quarantine a little bit, so they didn't get to play as many games. We didn't, so we didn't see all the games that they've had. But they uh, they lost a couple good players. Uh, they still have a good quarterback back. He does a good job of throwing and, and picking the receivers out. And they've got a couple guys here. they got, you know, a good running back. they got a good receiver they got some good linemen. They've got a little bit of everybody that they're they're decent. Um, I feel like they're not quite as good as they were last year, and I think we are better than we were last year. So I think the game's going to be a whole lot closer than it was. Uh, final question, keys to getting that uh, first region win of the year against Donahoe on the road. Well, the biggest thing is is all the mistakes that we've been trying to fix this week that we, we got them fixed, <laughs> and it'll show up on Friday night. The kids have great effort and practice, great attitudes. Uh, the weather was crazy, but we they they just enjoyed practice because they were trying to get better. They've sensed the fact that we're getting better, and we'll just have to prove it Friday night. Woodland at Donahoe getting ready to uh, commence at Lentz Field in Anniston. Series is tied at two games apiece. This is the fifth year in a row that Woodland and Donahoe have met, and it will be the first time meeting as region opponents in the history of both of those teams. Coach Armstrong, as always, a uh, pleasure talking with you. Good to talk about the Bobcats. And uh, I have said every single week that every week that we get is an absolute blessing. So uh, looking forward to getting out there and watching another Bobcat football game this year. We're looking forward to it, too. Thanks, Coach. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Coming up next is Dr. Don's Game Night Forecast here on iSchool Sports.